What's up, friend? And welcome to the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and this is Become a Relationship Badass, where I bring you powerful interviews, and sometimes it's just me talking about things, (laughs) all in service of helping you to create badass, intimate relationships in your life. I do believe that the quality of my relationships strongly affect the quality of my life, And so with that, I'm here to help as many people as I can create high quality, unbreakable, truly fulfilling relationships. Thanks for being here and let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back to Become a Relationship Badass. I'm your host, Nikki Sunshine, and I feel so deeply grateful to have each of you here with me today. (sighs) If you're a longtime listener of the show, thank you, thank you, thank you for showing the fuck up, showing your support, and coming here and learning and showing up with an open mind and open heart. I deeply appreciate you. Also, if you've left me reviews or ratings on iTunes, if you've screenshotted these episodes and shared them on Instagram and tagged me in them, thank you so much for your help in my mission of getting this vitally crucial message out to millions of people and changing millions of lives. If you have sent me a personal message letting me know how this show has impacted your life. Um, I just want to thank you so deeply. Y'all may not know it, but those, those little messages, every time I get tagged in an Instagram story and see that someone is listening to my podcast, um, obviously the reviews and ratings that just speak volumes to how this show is serving you. All of these things bring so much warmth into my heart, and I'm so fucking grateful. So thank you. Um, I have a couple quick announcements, and then we're just going to get right into the the interview for today. Um, I have some appreciations I really want to share, and this interview is already a little lengthy, so I've decided to do that for next week's episode because it'll be a shorter episode where I'm just talking and I'll have a little more time in the beginning to go deep with my appreciations. Um, So know those are coming. There are some very specific people I need to just thank um, for helping me get where I am and for loving and supporting me on the journey. So um, I'm going to do that next week. For now, I just want to share a couple announcements. Um, Number one, I am teaching a couples workshop this summer. I can only tell you a little bit right now, but it will be in Colorado. Um, It will be in August, and it is a workshop for couples or individuals. It's designed for one or both parts of a couple, but anyone is welcome. And it's going to be a place where you come and we learn, we relearn how to cultivate safety in our relationship, how to experience intimacy and 
everyone who comes will leave with so many tools and mindset shifts and skills to walk away with and practices so that they can begin to build a fulfilling, reciprocal, mutual relationship of their dreams. So that's the summer I've been asked to put this workshop on. I'm so deeply humbled and grateful for the opportunity and yeah, I can't wait till I can give you guys a little bit more information. So just know that that's happening and I would love to see you all there. Um, additionally, I have updated my offerings on my website. I just added a new service because so many have asked for this and so it is now created. Um, it's called the Helping Hand Hotline. So it's kind of like a crisis call line, if you will. But basically, it's a new service where you get the number and in those moments where you're like, shit, I need help now. Um, you and your partner just got in a big fight. You're about to go on a date with your new lover and you have something to bring up and you're nervous and you don't know exactly what to say. Um, maybe you're recently out of a breakup and you're just whew, really in it and you're emotional and you're feeling it and you need some support. All of these things are things that can be um, served through the Helping Hand hotline. And so basically you can call at any time and if I answer, you get me for an hour. So no appointment necessary, no scheduling. It is a phone call, so there's no video or Wi-Fi issues. It's just a simple phone call. Again, if I answer, I'm yours for an hour. And so uh, this offering is now available on my website. You can go to relationshipbadass.com and look under coaching and you'll see all of my different services. So I've also recently updated my monthly support offerings. Um, I just finished my epic four-week program with my colleague Matt Ford, Unfuck Your Relationships. And so I am now, <clears throat> I now have a little bit of space and I'm open to taking on a few more one-on-one -on -one clients. So if you've been like, hmm, how do I work with this woman? Or when's she going to take on more clients? Uh, now's the time. And so you can head on over to relationshipbadass.com to check out those offerings. Um, one more announcement. I just hired a business coach and I'm super fucking excited, y'all. Um, I also just had a really powerful conversation with my partner, Warren, and um, I'm going to be doing a live video on this actually in my Facebook tribe, Relationships 101 because this is a really cool story in itself, but um, we we talked and we have a plan and um, the new plan that we are, are agreed upon is by the end of summer, beginning of fall, um, we will have hired someone new that I can train to run the extraction lab for my partner's business, meaning that I will be going down to part-time. So for those of you that don't know, I run two businesses and I have a full-time job. Yes, I'm insane. <laughs> and yes, I drink a lot of black tea. <laughs> and so um, I can feel this business picking up and growing. And I know that what I need to do is take the leap to devote more solid time. I know if I can put more time into this business, I can really take it to the next level and, and really reach more people, which is my goal. I mean, y'all, I want to be doing speaking engagements and couples workshops around the motherfucking world. All right. <laughs> my goal is to be be helping millions of people find this love that leads to this absolute joy and flow in life. Um, it's, it's, it's really a passion of mine. So, um, 
wow, I'm, I'm, I just got so excited about my, oh yeah, anyway, (laughs) the passion is real, y'all, I'm losing my thoughts, um, so I, so I hired this business coach and just made a plan to go down to part-time at my job, which means more podcast episodes, more epic content, more freebies, more courses to come, so I just want y'all to know, I'm so excited to really dive in deeper with you guys, um, additionally, This means that I want to know what you want. So hear my call to action. Um, If you're listening to this and there's been anything you've ever wanted me to create, you know, I wish you'd make a how-to guide on this. Or I wish you'd do a live video on this. What about a podcast episode on this? Um, I'm about to have a lot more time to make y'all epic content. So please reach out. Um, Either go to my website, relationshipbadass.com and hit the contact page and like drop me an email, leave me a message, say, hey, I'd love if you'd create this. Um, Or head over to the gram at relationshipbadass on Instagram and shoot me a personal message. That works too. I'm actually in the midst of creating a how to repair after a big conflict guide. And that was the request of a few people in my community. So I listen to what y'all want. If there's something you want, let me know and it will likely become content shortly. (laughs) All right, y'all. That's it for announcements. I'm really excited to bring you this episode. My guest is Karen Chanzina and um, she is a colleague and dear friend of mine. Today we're talking about body awareness and how um, essentially how emotions are connected to the body and how they get stored there and how this process affects our relationships. I have witnessed Karen in her coaching like a fucking wizard just bring someone from a really intense emotional state into like a calm awareness within minutes using only the body. It's... You guys, this has absolutely blown my mind and it's not my zone of genius yet, but obviously I brought her on because I want to learn more about this. And so I just find this conversation so fascinating. She makes it really clear how our emotions and how we choose to process and deal with those affects our body and our health and how that affects our relationships. Um, She shares a really powerful personal example, and she shares some really amazing meditations for you guys that are kind of like simple and accessible, but that can help you kind of drop in and and get really clear and and aware of what's going on in your body. I mean, she blew me away so much. There's moments in this interview where I like don't have any words. (laughs) And she, God bless Karen, she comes in and is like, how about we do this next? Because I'm like legit speechless because she's blowing my fucking mind. So, yeah, I don't want to waste another minute. Um, Get comfy, sit back, and enjoy this powerful interview with Karen on emotions and body and relationships. And today's episode is brought to you by Relationship Badass. Relationship Badass is a community of inspired and driven individuals who choose to show up every day open and ready to learn and grow 
into a more loving and available version of themselves. I'm Nikki Sunshine, the founder, and through my business, I host group workshops, I teach small group coaching programs, I have a couple online classes, and I also offer one-on-one support or couple support on a monthly basis. So if you're interested in checking out my brand new offerings, head over to relationshipbadass.com. You can look at the coaching tab to learn about my monthly support offerings and my emergency hotline services. You can also check out all of my juicy blog posts, free videos, epic podcast episodes, and much more. So head on over to the website, relationshipbadass.com, to start your journey today. All right, beautiful and brave souls, welcome back. This has become a relationship badass. And I am here today with a very special guest, a dear friend, a colleague. Uh, Her name is Karen Chanzina. And (laughs) full disclosure tribe, I always get nervous when I pronounce last names, so I pretty much just freeze up, convinced I'm going to pronounce it wrong. But I nailed it, didn't I, Karen? (laughs) You totally nailed it. You got it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Karen's in the house. Today we are talking all about the body and how it relates to our mind and feelings and relationships, of course. So before we dive into this juicy conversation, I'm going to let Karen just briefly introduce herself to all of you wonderful people. Thanks, Nikki. It's really nice to be here. I'm really excited to talk about this, um, my favorite subject. Um, my name is Karen Chansina. I'm a relationship coach. I've been in practice for about 15 years uh, as a massage therapist and an energy intuitive. Um, I teach mindfulness classes, um, meditation. I mentor women to become healers. Um, but my absolute um, pleasure is to coach couples and individuals. Mm-hmm. Into you know, to having the best relationships that they could possibly have. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so good at it, Karen. (laughs) Um, If I'm correct, you also lead a women's circle in your area, don't you? I do. Yeah. I lead a a once a month circle at a a yoga studio here in town. That's become popular. Yeah. Karen is all over the place, and additionally, she is a goddess queen with multiple beautiful vagina paintings on the wall. <laughs> and um, shout out to Noelle and Molly, my girls, who already know how much I adore your vagina paintings. So, yeah, Karen's just a goddess, and I'm so honored to have you. Um, Thank you. Thank you. You want to also let people know where you live, and then just do, like your family, married kids, like what's up with that? Sure. Um, So I live just north of Seattle, Washington. I've been married for 10 years, um, but we've been together for about 15 years. We have Mm -hmm. four kids, blended family, two boys, two girls. Yes. Um, 
two of them are out of the house now. We got two, one graduating this year and another next year. So we're soon to be empty nesters, which is oh, crazy. Right? About that. Been so long with kids in that house. I know. I know. It's really, it's a, just a new way of being in the world, having them grow up. So yeah, we've, we've been through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Aaron's partner, Patrick, is also an epic human being and me and Karen were just talking, might have them on the podcast. That would be fun. That would be really cool. So stay tuned for that future episode. Um, yeah, great. Thank you for the introduction. Um, I don't want to waste any more time diving into this awesome conversation. Um, Karen and I talked a bit before we hit record here, and um, we thought it would be fun to open up with a meditation of sorts that Karen's going to lead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listeners, for you, of course, if you're driving or doing anything that requires your attention, please keep paying attention to that. Um, if you're able, you know, get comfortable, close your eyes if you wish. You can just look somewhere if that's your style. And um, the purpose of this meditation is to just kind of help us arrive here and, and drop in and drop into our bodies as we embark on this conversation. Wow, oh, that's beautiful. Perfect setting. Mm. Yeah, so I'll just have you close your eyes if you're in a place to close your eyes. And if you're not, keep them open. Um, and just become aware of yourself right now. Mm. Become aware of your breath. Is your breath shallow? Is it deep? And just, just notice. Yeah, become aware of the space that you're in and become aware of the intelligence of the space that you're in. Whether in your car, your room, whether you're outside, there's intelligence of the space that we all occupy. Just see if you can invite that in. And the purpose of this meditation really is to help us ground and arrive. So. Bring your awareness to your tailbone. And just notice what you're sitting on. Notice how you're supported by whatever it is you're sitting on. And then notice how the floor is supporting that chair, that cushion. And notice how the earth is supporting that floor, that's supporting whatever it is that's holding you. Notice how the earth is supporting you. So again, drawing all of your awareness into your tailbone and your low back. Becoming aware of your hips. Moving down both legs into your knees your lower legs, your ankles. Now wrapping your awareness around your feet and just imagining energetic roots growing from the bottoms of your feet through the floor of the building that you're in, the space that you're in, into the earth that lies beneath and watching these roots grow deep down to the core of the earth, down, down, down. Allow these roots to take hold, 
claiming your space on this planet, connecting you. And like roots do, they like to travel. So maybe imagine these roots traveling in all different directions, mingling with other tree families. Maybe they travel all around the earth to come back together again, forming your energetic root system, your connection to this planet. This is your birthright. It is your birthright to take up space. So your next breath in, imagine your breath coming up into your body from these roots from the earth, enlivening all of your cells, increasing your vibration, and bringing healing to any part of you that may be calling for it. You don't even have to know what that is. And as you breathe out, let your intention be to just let go of any limiting thoughts, beliefs, or patterns that you might be holding on to, conscious or not. So when you take a breath in, you're saying yes to life. Yes, welcome, all of it. Breathing out and letting go of what no longer serves you. As you arrive more fully into this space, being here now with whatever arises, And when you feel ready, just allow yourself to come back into the space in a place of deep listening, curiosity, and wonder, knowing that whatever shows up for you is perfect. Mm. Yeah, beautiful, Nikki. Mm. Beautiful, Karen. Thank you so mm. much. Yeah. Experiencing that reminded me how much I love guided meditations. <laughs> <laughs> I love them too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. An opportunity to like have an experience when someone else is taking reins. Yeah. <sighs> my feet on the ground my heart open yeah. my mind curious and pointed towards you and just so excited and ready for this conversation thank you for you're welcome can i ask you one thing yes did you notice a difference like how how did you feel before you did the meditation and how do you feel now is there really? contrast yeah for me the the big contrast is centered, focused. Um, I really feel my feet, that root analogy was really nice. Like my, I, I my posture actually changed during the meditation because yeah. I wanted to feel yeah. like what you were describing in the root system going down. Um, yeah. but really I just feel like centered on you and ready to dive in. Whereas before the meditation, I felt a bit more scattered thinking, okay, where am I going to start? How do I want to do this kind of thinking too much into the conversation? Yeah. Yeah. So more centered. Yeah. Yes. This is, yeah. this is going to be my new practice before every podcast interview. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so, yeah. like, I love this feeling. Yes. Yeah. I'd even hire you to record one for me because that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Beautiful. Fuck yeah. Thanks, Karen. Okay. Yeah. So 
the body. Um, so yeah, let's just open this conversation up by kind of setting the scene. Um, I would love for you to explain in your own understanding kind of the connection between mind, body, emotions, and then yeah. if you feel called to even go into how it connects to relationships, you can go that far too. Okay, sure. Yeah, there's a lot to this. So um, as I go along, if there's any questions, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy to expand. Um, yeah, I'll just kind of interject if, if there's... Something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So my understanding and in my practice um, and what I've learned is that the mind thinks a thought. We have a thought. And then that may trigger an emotion. Okay. And that emotion... Um, depending on how we react to it, mm -hmm. creates a sensation in the body. Yes. Yeah. And when it, it, depending on how we react in that sensation, whether it's a pleasant sensation or whether it's not so pleasant, and depending on what we do with it, um, can create um, like emotional upheaval. Um, it can create trauma. So it's, okay. it's the thought that actually creates the trauma. So what I want to say about this is that um, the emotion that we feel is a hundred percent right on. It's a hundred percent right on. Mm -hmm. The thought that we have may not be. Mm. Okay. So um, anxiety is a perfect example of this. So somebody who has anxiety, and I can speak from a personal um, standpoint here. About 10 years ago, I started having anxiety and I started to be afraid of food for whatever unknown reason. Just got to assert my 40s. It was my 40th birthday and all of a sudden I was afraid of being sick and I was afraid of food for some reason. All and, foods or particular types of food? Um, especially sushi, which I, my husband and I loved. We would go out every other week and we'd have sushi. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And all of a sudden, for about three years, I could not eat sushi. Um, and it, I did not get sick from sushi. Okay. It was, I had a story. So um, I know what happened. I'm just going to backtrack just a little bit. Yeah. On my 40th birthday, every, there was a birthday party um, for me, a surprise party. And everybody got sick at that party except for me. And something got triggered in, in my awareness um, that had, that caused me a lot of anxiety. I started having thoughts about being sick which produced um, fear, the emotion of fear in my body, and the sensation of nausea, of wanting to vomit, wow. um, headaches. Um, I felt like I might have a heart attack, right? So this is- That's what happened thing. from the fear? That was yes. the sensation, holy shit. From the thought. So the thought created the sensation. Right. The fear was very real. I was afraid of being sick. Yep. So there was something that was triggered inside of me that I had already had there, didn't yeah. have anything to do with my present situation. Right. It was triggered. There was fear that was stored in my body. It was triggered, which is something we'll talk about a little bit later. Yep. And, um, but the thought created, you know, set that triggered all off. That. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's. Yeah. And I just want to like restate that for the listener, how powerful this is. What I hear you saying essentially is our, our thoughts determine the sensations we have in our body in a, in a way. And in a way, yeah. Yeah, that's just amazing because I'm such a believer in thoughts creating our reality. And this is like yeah. physiological, like 
like actual, like, no, this really does create a sensation in your body. That's amazing. Yeah. So this is a huge connection between the mind and the body. The body is our barometer of truth. Yes. Um, the mind yep. is not necessarily our barometer for truth. Right. right? We, have, we right. can make up a lot of stories. Things or, or have stories we're running. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so then just to tie this in, so then based on how we're storing these sensations, so for, let's go to your example, because I think examples are easier. So for you, you're, you're, you're having these stories and these thoughts about getting sick, which is triggering this very real fear, which is causing anxiety. And in your body, you described it as nausea, um, headaches, um, feeling like you're going to have a heart attack. And so yeah. how might, you know, did that, did that affect your relationship at all? Like those, sen- uh, like having those sensations constantly in that fear. Yeah, it absolutely, it affected all my re- relationships. Yeah. Um, you know, fortunately for me, my husband's a healer as well. So he understands this to a yeah. great degree and was able to hold space for me. Um, a lot of times people in this, you know, experiencing this, they'll go and get medication for anxiety mm-hmm. to help ease it. And um, I feel really fortunate. Just I was strong in that I didn't want to do that. So I have a lot of experience in moving towards those emotions and right. what can happen when we do. So I mm. healed myself from that anxiety. Mm. It's always in the background, but right. it's it doesn't rule my life anymore. Yes. And so knowing and learning, and, yeah. So yeah. studying, you know, awareness and how the mind does affect the body and how to sit with emotions. Yeah. That's, I attribute that to the healing of, of my anxiety. And it's something that I work with my clients with a lot. Wow. Yeah. 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 So as far as affecting relationships, um, I became over vigilant with my children, um, yeah. worried, you know, I projected my fear onto them. Right. I would say they were probably the most affected. Okay. I, I projected my fear onto friends. So that's, that's how it would show up. Totally. It is a projection. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all connected, right? <laughs> it's all connected. Oh, thank you for <laughs> it's sharing. It's wonderfully, your beautifully story. connected. Yeah. It is. It is. And, and yeah. one piece I want to extract from what you just shared too that I think is so beautiful is you didn't make your anxiety wrong or bad and like try and get rid of it. You learned how to you be with it, it sounds like. And, and as you stated, like, it's still a part of you. It's still back here in the forefront. It just doesn't run my life anymore. I control my anxiety. My anxiety doesn't control me is what kind of what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. And I will, I mean, I do have to own that in the beginning of this, I did want to get rid of it. Totally. <clears throat> I wanted to run from it and uh, that didn't work. Yeah. So the, I, I had no choice but to sit with it. Wow. I I didn't have a choice. Mm, This is so powerful. Just this, this was so unplanned, but this antidote, I, I know so many people in my tribe suffer from anxiety or anxious attacks and stuff like that. Yeah. With me. So, um, yeah, I'm just really grateful for this moment right now. I think that's, that's just a beautiful story. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. You know, this, this, can you know taking another example of this how the the mind can make up stories 
yes. about our partners, right? Mm. So we can make up a story about our partner and fully believe it. And then in our body, we can feel the ramifications of that story. Like the nervous system gets activated. Like as if it was true. As if it was true. Right. right. So same, same sort of deal, right? So the, you have a thought, then we have an emotion. Oh, I'm sad or I'm mad or I'm frustrated or I'm confused. And then the nervous system falls mm -hmm. in line with that and brings up that confusion. And wow. so then we're, we're left in this fight, fight, freeze kind of situation. Constantly almost. Right. Which isn't necessarily, you know, it might not even be true. Right. So it's, it's really powerful. It's powerful to learn how to work with the mind. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I can see that because yeah, if, that, if, if you're in that couple and let's say your story is your partner doesn't really care about you and you're living that every day and you're in a constant state of fight or flight, um, that's, that's really bad for your adrenals. Like that's not good for your health to be in a constant exactly. stress. So really seeing the power of this, um, I think it's being just really beautifully laid out right now. Um, cool. So... I, I guess what I'm curious about next is now we kind of have this understanding. So could you just talk a bit about how this shows up in your practice with your clients and like, um, how do you use this knowledge, this information to help facilitate, um, healing essentially? Yeah. So that's, that's actually a really big question too. Um, I do it in a couple different ways. Um, one is I, I'm just like right now, can I just use you as an example? Right. So, you know, I'm seeing your heart is kind of, kind of coming in a little bit, mm -hmm. a little bit of protection. Um, so I'm watching somebody's body posture. Mm. So, you know, if they're kind of rolled forward, they're protecting their heart. Um, mm. uh, if their chin is really low, they're cutting off their throat, their ability to speak. Okay. Um, so posture, does that make sense? So yeah, I'm looking tells at posture. You what I'm hearing, like yeah. you can read a lot based on someone's posture. Yeah, and let's see, somebody has pain, maybe on the left side of their body. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna know that that has a lot to do with their way of being in the world. The left side of the body is about being, it's the feminine aspect of us. Oh, what's okay. the right? Yeah, and then the right side is the masculine aspect of us, and it's the doing, what we're doing in the world. So if somebody has pain on either the left or the right, that's kind of, you know, I'm going to, I might ask them about those things. Wow. Like, what is it that you're doing, or what is it that you're not doing that you'd like to be doing? Yeah. Yeah. The other, the other piece to this, Nikki, is um, I've developed enough awareness on my own in my own body but I'm checking in with myself. So I'm, when I'm sitting with a client, if I start to get a headache, I might pay attention to what's happening in their head space. Um, if I'm noticing some butterflies or I'm feeling checked out, um, I'm paying attention to what's happening in myself to be with them, to be with other. Is that a reflection of you or is sometimes that a reflection of like, you'll get a headache because something's going on in their head? It could be, it could be either. Okay. So I, okay. So what I like to say, what I teach my students yeah. is that it doesn't, it doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter if it's me and it doesn't matter if it's them. But you asked me, you know, how do I work with my clients in this way? Yeah. This is one of the ways that I do. So I don't project my headache onto them. Right. But I pay, I pay attention. Okay, I've got a lot of energy in my headspace now. I wonder if, if something's up with them. And so then I might ask them, you know, what's, what's happening in your headspace right now? And then, and almost, you know, quite often it's, it's astounding. Like it's just enough to bring their awareness there for yeah. them to have whatever shift, you know, they're working on. So I have just witnessed you do this before. You've done this with me before in our coaching calls. Yeah. <laughs> I have been coached by Karen. And I mean, the reason I brought you on here is I've been mind blown. It's all starting to make sense to me now because you're so intuitive. Like you just, my experience with you is like, you'll just say, like what you just said, we're like, hmm, is something happening in your head? Now I'm understanding more of how the body plays into that. But before right. I was just like, yes, how did you, you know, I'm like, you know that. <laughs> and honestly, we're all intuitive. Every single person on this planet is intuitive. It's our, it's our, it's, it's all of our gifts. Yeah. And um, developing awareness of ourselves is the key to tapping yeah. into that in, intuitive part of us. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I just love you. Um, okay. So you wanted to know. Yeah. So I'm going to keep going with that. So yeah. um, let's say a client. So like, I guess what I, I want to almost understand it. Actually, you know what I want to do in this moment? Can I share with you something that happened to me and I'm, I want to help. Like, I want to understand it. You just triggered a memory for me. And since sure. I have you here, this could be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. A couple years ago, I had this insane pain in my right hip for like over a year. It was just like always there. And I just was like, I don't know what this is. Didn't really do much about it. Just, it just was there. And then Warren and I, this is like the weekend our relationship really cultivated. We went camping. This is like two years ago now, like before we were really dating and we went camping and there was a rainstorm. So we went in this tent and, um, he was giving me a massage while we waited out the rain and he got to, and then he was like, is there anywhere that's sore? And I was like, dude, my right hip has been hurting for like a year if you want to rub that. And so he did. And though his intention wasn't to do any sort of energetic Reiki or healing or anything like that. He got like a vision while he was massaging my hip. And basically after that, he asked me, have you been sexually abused? And I, I have, he didn't know that though. So it was just this, like, yeah. I was just totally mind blown by the whole thing because he yeah. massaged my hip and then had a vision or no, it wasn't a vision. He said, I could feel the feeling of someone taking advantage of you or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that happened. And I'm just like curious about that. Like, does that, does that, I, I wonder if this makes any sense to you, but like, can events, because at that point I hadn't really processed my sexual abuse. I had basically compartmentalized it, like put it away and never cried about it, never thought about it. Yeah. Um, so could you, what do you think of that? And yeah, absolutely. Um, so absolutely. Our body, I said a moment ago is our, our truth barometer, right? Right. So when we have an emotion that we're not able to deal with, that we put on the back burner, it's going to go into our cells somewhere. It's going to go into a part of our body and wait for us. 
wait till the day that we're ready to unpack that. Um, and, you know, ha sexual abuse is, is one of many traumas um, yeah. held in the body. And it, if it happens when we're younger, it makes sense that we're not, we don't have the capacity to deal with that. Right. And so a part of us leaves. A part of us says, nope, I can't do that. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. And when that happens, that trauma gets triggered in the body. This is the cool thing though. When we become aware of it, just like you had your, your significant other, your partner, um, how beautiful, first of all, that he shared that vision with you, that yeah. he felt safe enough to share that. Um, because just that in itself, that acknowledgement that somebody felt that is enough for your body to feel like, oh, okay, it's time. It's time to come up. Yeah. Your hip was already telling you yeah. by hurting for a year right. that there's something unmet in this place that needs your attention. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know what more to say about that, but yeah. it's, it's amazing work. There's a lot of amazing healers out there doing this kind of work, body talk. Um, I would say your body was telling a story. You just hadn't interpreted it yet. Right. So, so one more little piece to that is, you know, experience that emotion. We're too young or we don't have the capacity to deal with it. And so we stuff it yeah an emotion that it has that we allow ourselves to have a full experience of full fully expressed will not stay in the body a fully expressed full experience will not get lodged in the body no matter how traumatic it's it's the stuff that we don't Express. listen to or yeah or that we're not ready you know for whatever reason maybe our psyche isn't ready Right. It's really, I, yeah. I really believe that because I remember that I had my first cry. So I cried for my first time around my, wow. um, my, my rape eight years after it happened. That was the first wow. time I was here. Wow. Uh, and it was after this had happened. And so I started to become aware of it and I thought, you know what, I've never processed this. And so I, I went there and I did. And Literally, Karen, the day after my first cry, the hip pain was completely subsided and it has yeah. never returned. And I've done a lot more work yeah. you know, just just dealing with it and and I'm working through that experience now. But it like I believe everything you're saying because I've lived that. I was it was the most amazing thing. Um, which so this now I have a question. So if there's listeners out there who have that random unexplained pain, that kink in their shoulder, that, that lower back pain that's never gone away, that wobbly knee, whatever it is, those, you know, I, I know a lot of people in my life who have these random, just unexplained kind of like me with the hip. It's like, I don't know. I just have a sore right hip. There's really no explanation. Is it possible for them that there's maybe, um, an emotion or an experience that hasn't been fully expressed or felt? And that could be I, I, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm, I'm not an expert in this field. Yeah. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, medical doctor, right. but, um, I really believe that any pain in the body, any, anything manifested in the body is a result of stored emotion, something that has not been dealt with yet. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's not, you know, not to scare anyone because there are things that are unconscious that are, are lying in our bodies, right? Emotions that are in our bodies, unconscious. Yeah. Um, and it's not until, and a lot of it is unconscious. It's in the subconscious, right? Yeah. Yes. And it's yeah. not until it's brought up into the conscious level that, that we're able to, to experience it. Right. So, it's not your you fault. Not I guess I like, know what's back there is what you're saying. Yeah. And you so, may not even know what's back there. Yep. It's not your fault. There isn't anything to do until you become aware of it. Right. It's when you become aware of it, are you going to make the, then there's the choice. Yes. So you become aware of it and then there's a choice. Am I going to move towards, towards this pain, which feels counterintuitive because it feels like we're hurting ourselves all over again? Or am I going to say, fuck, no, I'm, I'm out of here. Right. And in which case, if you do, um, that's okay. It's just, you know, you're just not ready to deal with it yet. But that I would say has a greater chance of manifesting into something else to bring greater attention to the need. Does that right. make sense? Right. Yeah. It's if our mind and body and, and heart are all working together, it's like your heart's over here. I'm imagining Mr. Heart, Mrs. Heart, like, wait, we still need to process this like really hard breakup from like three years ago that we've never looked at. And then body's like, all right, I'm on it. I'm going to let her know, like, you know, pain to the shoulder. And I, I just see it as they're like calling, Hey, look over here. We have something to show you. Right. And so what, yeah. And what happens when, oh yeah, I don't, but I don't want to deal with you now. Like what happens to a little kid who comes to you for help? You know, mommy, mommy, help me, help me. And you say, oh, sorry, I don't have time for that. What's going to happen to that kid? Right. They're going to feel hurt. They're going to cry. They're going to feel rejected, resented. They'll feel resentful. Um, and that's pain. That's what we're doing to ourselves when we say no. Yes. We're rejecting ourselves. Wow. When, yeah. we say, when we say no to our, to our pain or to moving towards our pain, we reject ourselves. Yeah. We reject ourselves. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And sometimes it takes, you know, sometimes it takes that in order to fully move into it. Sometimes we have to reject right. ourselves a few times mm -hmm. to get it, you know, then it gets painful enough that we can't ignore it anymore. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's so amazing. <sighs> yes. Um, okay. This is just so, honestly, this conversation is already so much more powerful than I imagined. Like I, I you are just blowing my mind right now. Um, because it's really just all so connected. This is something I don't know a ton about. So it's really great to have you here. Um, okay. So yeah. wow, we've, we've talked about a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you want to talk about how to move towards those sensations that are so painful? Yes, that would be great. Yeah. Thank you, Karen. Like, like, like what, what do we do with ourselves? When yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so Exactly. So yeah, for the, the listener out there who's like, okay, I hear you, Karen. Um, I am aware of something coming up. And like you said, it feels counterintuitive and scary as shit to move towards it. So yeah. what do I do? How do I, how do, what I, do, I, do? I do? Where do I start? Yeah. yeah. So first of all, I just didn't give this analogy. It's my little analogy I use for everyone. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> this is really funny because I make fun of my husband for all of his analogies, which are really great. <laughs> and here I am. There's awesome analogies. <laughs> Shout out to you. Um, so you're running down the street, you're, t you're on a run, and a dog comes out of nowhere and starts chasing you. Do you keep running? Yes. Or do you stop? I keep running. You keep running. What's going to happen to that dog? It's going to get tired eventually. <laughs> it's going to chase you down. That dog oh, is okay, going to okay. run. I'm being a little. <laughs> I'm hoping you're imagining myself outrunning a giant dog, but you know, that's just my dream. It's totally okay. <laughs> so, so you got a barking dog and you're in its territory and you run away, it's going to run after you. Okay, yep. So, so that's what emotion day. does. Yeah, when we don't just stop. So if you stop and point and tell that dog to go home, stare it down, right? It's going to turn around and go on about its business. Sure, but if you okay. run, it's going to chase you. And this is what happens with emotion. If mm. we run away from it, it's going to chase us. It's going to hunt us down. We're going to feel more pain. We're going to be, you know, uh, uh, our mind is going to be confused and busy and um, less ease. We'll experience less ease in our body. But if we just stop and take a breath, so you take a breath, you hold it at the top, and then you soak that breath right into any part of your body that is calling your attention. So let's just say it's your heart. Say your heart's really hurting, you just had a breakup, and you're so sad, and you don't know what to do with the sadness, it's overwhelming. So you just put a hand on your heart, you take a breath in, you hold it for a second, and then you soak that breath right into your heart. Wow. And then you give yourself a second just to see what kind of space. And then if we want to step this up a notch, we're going to let the heart know that we're feeling into it. We don't know really know what's there. We just know we're scared, we're hurt. And so we're going to, in our mind, we're going to say the word feel. And then when we breathe out and soak into the heart, we're going to say the word in. But it sounds like this, feel in... So when we do that, we're carrying that word in all the way to the end breath, feeling into the heart, letting the heart know that we're feeling it. Mm -hmm. And so we're not running from that emotion. Mm. And then we, you know, our mind may get busy and we may get off track, but if that heart starts hurting, it's just, it's our cue to go back into the heart, feel into the heart. Mm. This is a way to move into the emotion if the mind gets busy as it does with breakups right or conflict the mind gets really busy it's really easy to make up stories just you can do the same practice you can hear into the mind so you, you just say here and then you drag that word in out and you soak into the mind space oh, wow. you want to try that yeah let's do it together okay here mm -hmm. oh yeah and then in in all the way into the mind in and then rest when you're done and just notice notice how it creates a, just a, a tad bit more awareness a little bit more space yeah 
the space, it quieted my mind. It's, um, it's as if I was focused yeah. on nourishing the mind with the breath going in. And so I couldn't keep right. thoughts up. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> if you need to quiet your mind. Wow. Yeah, so many people, you know, that I teach meditation. Oh, I can't turn off my mind. It's just not for me. And I'm, uh, it's, it's okay because we work with the mind. We don't want to turn off the mind. The mind is trying to tell us something. Let's let it know that we're listening. What would we do with a child? Right? Mommy, 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 watch me, watch me. Okay. You know, this is our mind. Right. Is, when we do that, we're giving it a hug. Yes. Yeah, we're giving it a hug. Yeah. yeah, that's that. What what ha, what happened for me is thinking like if my heart's in pain, and then I give it this nourishing breath, it's like I'm giving it exactly what it needs. Which, like you're saying, a hug, a nourishing, yeah. loving, caring dose of yeah. goodness. Yes, oh. right with your breath, and right. breath is breath. awareness. Breath, and breath is awareness. Wow. That is, you know, if you want to know what awareness is, that is what it is. It's breath. It's a conscious breath in. Mm -hmm. So with each conscious breath in, each mindful breath, you are creating, becoming more aware yeah. of your awareness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that is, has been in my experience, um, some of the most profound shifts in my clients have been just from helping them feel into whatever's coming up. Yeah. It takes all the judgment out of it. Right. Like, let's just feel the pain. You know, maybe somebody had an affair and they're feeling just a shit ton of guilt. Yeah. This is another beautiful way to honor where that mm. person is at. Let's feel into that guilt. What does that feel like? Oh, I feel mm. like I'm going to die. Okay. Stay with it. Wow. Breathe into that stay with that let's make it bigger how big can you make that you know how karen and i'm just loving your apps like you just named the absence of judgment in that i can see why this is so healing for people um yeah because they're feeling they perhaps that person didn't even feel permission to feel guilt because you know they they feel like yeah. who am i to feel bad like i hurt that person i don't even get to feel this and then here you are yeah. saying nothing's wrong with you you're not bad let's feel this let's let's yeah. look at yeah. this wow let's that. have a complete experience of this so you don't have to store it in your body and create dis-ease yeah. wow let's have a complete experience of the pain disease yeah really amazing yeah. I, I this ease disease i that just gets me <laughs> <laughs> um, so just yeah. to circle back for the listeners. So, um, what Karen just described is a way to really move into that pain, feel it. And then she even talked about, you know, your mind might go into thoughts and then you can send the breath to your mind and back to your body. Um, now I will say, depending on the experience and the level of emotion, it's possible that you may be able to move through this on your own and you may need like a guide or someone else there. Um, if it's like a really, I don't know, depending on what it is. Um, I don't know. Have you, do, do you think there are some experiences people need guidance or do you think this is something anyone in any situation can kind of do on their own? 
I think that anyone in any situation can do this on their own. It's just a matter of will they. So until you've developed enough awareness to be able to make the decision, you know, it's like choosing um, health, <laughs> choosing uh, water over alcohol or, you know what I mean? It's yeah. sometimes we, we're not in a position to make that choice for ourselves. We're, we're not in a, we don't love ourselves enough yet to right. make a choice to breathe into something that's painful. We'd rather emote. And, and in that case, there's nothing wrong with emoting, but maybe in that case, um, some assistance to help some, you know, someone move through it. I you know in my case, I have an amazing teacher that I've worked with for 10 years who, who I, I gleaned all this information from. I, I just love this man. And mm. I needed him for years to be able to move through my own stuff. Um, and I'm, I'm now in a place where I can do this on my own, but I certainly love being facilitated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I go deeper when I'm facilitated, but, but we can do this on our own. Okay. Yeah. So everyone, what I'm hearing is everyone's empowered and perfectly capable of doing this on their own. And yeah. I hear that even you who's can very well do this on your own enjoys being facilitated. So there's nothing wrong. You know, if, if you're doing this on your own and you want to go do this in the company of a guide or a coach or something like that, um, yeah. nothing wrong with that either. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The more, the more coaching you can get around this, the more apt you will be able to do it for yourself at some point. Right. Yeah. So we're all starting somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So I want to, so I love what we just shared and I am curious if there's, so let's say there's a listener out there who maybe doesn't, isn't quite here yet. They don't have a memory or experience coming up, but they're like listening to this and just feeling jazzed and like, fuck yeah, you know, I want to become more body aware. Like, you know, kind of how I felt when I met you, Karen. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I have to do that. That I don't even know, but that looks cool. Um, I know you're going to leave us with a little meditation that people can kind of take home and, and, and like try out or start with. Is there anything else, any practices or things you do that like you would leave someone with that they're like, I just want to get started on becoming more aware of like my body and how can I Definitely. Um, and this is a little meditation, but it won't be, well, it still end with something that's a little bit okay. different. Um, so let's, can, can I, can we do it together? Yes. You and I will just, okay. Mm -hmm. So this is, you don't have to know what the content is. Let's just be clear about that. So okay. if you're somebody that, you know, I haven't had any trauma in my life, but I don't really have a whole lot of body awareness. I don't know, really know what you mean by that. Right. This would be for you. So, mm -hmm. Um, just become aware of your body sitting on a chair. Mm -hmm. Notice, notice your body sitting on a chair. Notice your feet touching the floor. If they're on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Um, become aware of your left shoulder. Become aware of your right big toe. Become aware of your heart space, your heart and your lungs, front side and back side, inside and outside. Yeah, become aware of your belly, your lower belly, 
your upper belly. Yeah. Now notice your eyes. Notice behind your eyes. Mm. Notice your head space. Now notice your other shoulder. Is it the right one? I forget which one we started with. Yeah, notice your other shoulder. Now move all your awareness from your head all the way down your body like a shower. Mm. All the way down to your feet, into the air. Woo, that was kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to have any content and to become more body aware, just navigating your awareness like, okay, now I'm, okay, now I'm going to feel my pinky mm. on my left hand. Okay, now I'm going to go into my right uh, glute. <laughs> and it's not so much about moving the body part as it, right? No. As it is like feeling it, just noticing it, like, Feeling it, noticing it, face. Okay, yeah, yeah. And you know, maybe you're not feeling anything. So those client, those um, people out there that that say I don't feel, that's okay. Just mm -hmm. give yourself permission. So I'm not feeling anything. Permission to not feel. Mm. Okay. All of a sudden, when we give ourselves permission, a whole new space opens up. Oh, there's no right way or wrong way to do this. No, there's no right way or wrong way to do this. Um, you don't have to be loaded down with emotion or, um, you know, you can do it if you are and you can do it if there isn't anything going on. It's just about becoming aware of your body in space, becoming aware of your body parts, becoming aware now maybe of your organs. For some people, that grosses them out. For me, I love it. <laughs> so it, it's about checking. This is you getting to know yourself. What, yeah. what am I okay with and what doesn't feel right to me? What resonates? What doesn't? Mm. Am I more of a head person? Am I more of a feeling person? Right. Am I, right? Am I um, more perception or am I more structure? Mm. So if you're more perception, you're going to be into all the energy and kind of the abstract. And if you're structured, if it's more structured person, feel your leg, feel your foot, feel your head, Right. You can tailor Perception it to would, what works for you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. you got to yeah, figure out what works for you. Yeah, I, yeah. I really love this. But do you notice how the energy is moving just by doing that? Yeah. Anytime I bring awareness to my body, I, yeah, it's a, it's a different energy. It's like the energy was always there, but it's like I'm noticing it. I'm feeling it. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're tapping into your higher self. Yeah. Tapping into clarity. Yeah. Right? Mm. You're zooming out. You're zooming out. I so no longer are you small. You're like zooming out into this expanded state of awareness. Yes. More bird's eye awareness. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So much. Awesome. Okay. So actually this is where I'm going to go with this. Um, before we wind down with this um, final meditation, Karen's going to leave us with and, and our, Final words here. I want to um, just like circle back. So for the listener, like, so how can body awareness help you? Um, what I'm gathering from this conversation. So how, how, like, why should I care? Basically, if you're out there, it's like, why should I care? Why would this matter to me? Um, yeah. This is what, from this conversation, this is what I'm gathering. 
Um, yeah. Body, like having awareness of your body, first of all, just my experience on this call has been like more energized, more focused. Um, as I said, when we first came in, I felt um, just here, arrived, um, very, I forgot the word I used exactly, but um, so that's that's been my first experience. Um, in terms of feelings and experiences and how all that relates, essentially uh, being aware of your body gives gives me the power to listen to it and then yeah. respond to it when it's when it's asking for my attention and it's asking me to look somewhere. Um, and then from there, once I once I can do that. Um, I can, I can feel things. I can express what needs to be expressed. I can move through, um, what need, what I need to move through. And then, um, as you use the analogy of the dog, um, like a dog that you kind of just face, it will go back to its zone and, and leave you alone instead of chasing me around my entire life. Um, so I, I want to open it to you. If there's anything you want to add to that as a kind of like, so, oh, yeah. so beautiful. I love your reflection about that. Um, the only thing that I would add here as far as being in relationship, what's really cool about this is that your awareness is really healing to your partner. So the more you cultivate, cultivate this ability to become aware of your own sensations, um, becoming aware of your, your body, becoming aware of your emotional state and moving towards it, that gives your partner permission to show up just as they are wow. and permission to do their own work. It's really healing. Um, it's one of the greatest gifts, in my opinion, that we can give to our partner is, is our awareness. Yeah. It's trust building. It's, it's safety yeah. building even safety. And because if, if, if you and me are in partnership, Karen, and you're kind of always showing up just crystal clean, and I never really see that emotion or that how you felt about that shitty thing that just happened, and you're just always, mm -mm -mm. I might not, like you just said, I might not feel like I even have permission to show up messy, emotional, you know, in it. Um, yeah. Whereas if you're modeling, like, yeah, this is how I deal, like express and move through my pain, um, what an invitation for me to do the same. And right. Yeah. And there's an ener energetic exchange when that happens. It's unspoken. It's unsaid. Um, it's just, uh, we open to each other in my experience, energetically, we open to each other. There's more allowing for the other to show up as they are because you're showing up as you are. Yes. Like you're loving yourself gives them permission to love themselves and then coming together is, it's just a bonus. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Just a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean just a bonus. No, it's no, no. I love cool. it though. It's like we already got ourselves covered and now we're like, holding space and permission for each other. Bonus. Now we get to connect. Yes. Right. Now get, right. What a place for connection too. Like, um, yeah. you know, yeah, we're both human and we both like have shit. Cool. Let's connect there. Like, um, well, there's something to connect into, right? Yeah. Yes. When you're showing up for yourself, right. there's something for your partner to connect to. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you're connected permission. with like, you're like, um, it's further than just 
oh God, we both have shit and we're connecting, but, and we give ourselves and each other permission and love to do this process to heal through this stuff. Yeah. Like I'm just going to feel this shit right now. I'm just going to feel it. That's what I'm doing. I'm breathing and I'm feeling and I'm hugging myself or I'm, you know, whatever it is, that little child in us that's Mm -hmm. angry, upset, fearful. I'm, I'm hugging that part of myself. Yeah. Which opens up so much, opens up so much for a partner. Even if only one partner does it, Nikki, it's enough to change Mm. a relationship. Wow. Yeah. Really inspiring to hear. Yeah. Mm. (sighs) Yes. Yeah. So as we said, peeps, it's all connected. And, and then just to reiterate one more point to kind of close this off, um, as Karen mentioned in the beginning, if we are expressing what we need to and moving through our pain, it's not triggering emotions that are manifesting certain um, sensations in the body that are, that are then affecting our relationships. Um, so like Karen talked about in her example in the beginning, her, her fear and anxiety around sickness ended up affecting her relationship with her children, her friends through this kind of projection of her own fear. Um, so all of that, (laughs) um, is why I think just this topic, this conversation is so important and, um, the work you do is so powerful, Karen. And I I want everyone, myself included, y'all, you know, I do episodes for myself too. (laughs) I think we all should become more aware and just more, um, just more of this, more of this. I just want more of this. I think it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I know. You're doing it, Karen. More, more, more. More, more, more. More, more, more. That's all I can say about this. Um, yeah. So good. So yeah. before I have you leave us, um, listeners, Karen is going to leave you all like a meditation that you can kind of you know, take and use. I mean, any of these you could if you want. Um, so here's yeah. um, But is there anything you want to add? Um, say before we kind of use that meditation as a closing. And then after that, I'll have ever, you let everyone know where they can find you because I know they are. Oh, okay. Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. I think, yeah. Um, this meditation, um, <laughs> let me just ask you if there's something right now, Nikki, cause I'll, I'll guide this for you, but it will be for everyone. So okay. find their own. Is yeah. there something right now that you're working with some sensations, some, contraction um does it need to be relationship or body related or just anything i'm working with anything anything that you're working with you don't even have to tell me okay yes yes okay so i just want and so i'll have your listeners find something that they're working with right now maybe it's frustrating or you don't know what to do with it um and we'll just we're gonna this is a meditation to gain a different perspective and help bring healing to the part of you that's holding on um, and also opening a part up that maybe is waiting to be met. Makes sense? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So if you're in a place to close your eyes, I'll just have you close your eyes. And again, connect into the grounding that we started with. So start at your tailbone. Notice your 
your body and the space that you're in. Notice how you feel now compared to how you felt when you first came on. Yeah. Bring your awareness to your hips and down your legs, to your lower legs. Round your feet. And then watching those roots, reconnecting with the roots into the earth. Just finding your grounding. When you take a breath in, yes, welcome to anything that's showing up for you right now. Just yes, welcome in your mind. Yeah. Breathing in life and letting go of anything that doesn't serve as you breathe out. Perfect. Now begin to experience whatever it is that you're holding on to right now that's waiting to be healed. And notice, see if you can notice where that's at in your body, where might you be holding that in your body? And just ask yourself, am I this contraction? Am I this problem that I'm holding on to? Is that who I am? Notice any physical sensations. Am I my physical sensations? Is that who I am? Am I my physical body? Is that who I am? Notice if there's any emotion around this holding. See if you can name it. What is the emotion? And for a moment, just take a breath. Hold it at the top for a few seconds and soak it into that place that's holding the emotion that you named, that's holding this piece that you're working with. Yeah. And then notice what happened in your body right there. Yeah. For Nikki, for you, it's the left side is what I'm noticing. Yeah. And just ask yourself, am I my emotions? Is that who I am? Begin to become aware of any thoughts that you're having around this issue. What's the self-talk? Are you judging something? Are you resenting something? You're protecting something, someone. Just notice 
and then ask yourself, am I my thoughts? Am I my mind? Is that who I am? Yeah, you're really experiencing this. Now take a step back from your body about five feet. Five feet back, four to five feet. And just become aware of your body. Become aware of the mind, and the emotions and any sensations that you're having. And observe. And while you're in this meditation, Nikki, if I could just ask you, what are you noticing about yourself from this perspective? What feels really clear right now is uh, my separation from doubt, which is what I've been working with a lot lately. Yeah, okay. So in your body, you were experiencing doubt, but when you step out and back to look at it, you feel like, separated from. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. It's not a, it's not a part of me. It's not. Like it's not a part of you. Yeah. Right. Beautiful. So take a breath into that. Notice yourself without this doubt. Who are you without this doubt? What could you do without this doubt? feel that energy coming through. So whatever it is you're holding on to, find that perspective of what it is when you're looking at yourself. So you're getting a perspective of what it is to be without doubt. And now step back into your body. Have this part of you, this awareness, step back into your body with the perspective of you without doubt. and take a few cleansing breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, just with the intention to integrate this new perspective. And one more time. And now just notice if you have more space, notice what you're experiencing. Again, experience your physical self, your mind, your emotions, and any sensations with this new perspective. Notice the contrast. And then set an intention for yourself. With this new perspective, just set an intention. And when you do that, take a deep breath in, hold it at the top for about six seconds. And then soak it into your heart, yep. <laughs> and welcome yourself back. With this new perspective of whatever it is you were holding with, on to. Mm. 
or holding or contracted with, about. Yeah. So beautiful. <laughs> so gorgeous. So much light around you right now. Yeah. My solar plexus feels a lot lighter. That's where it was, is what I found. Yeah. I didn't know. yeah, and that makes so much sense with doubt. The solar plexus is um, our third chakra, and it's our power center. It's wow. where it's the part of us that, that feels like we have a right to do what we're doing in the world. Wow, Karen, you know what my doubt's about? My fucking work and my business, of course. My yeah. work in the world. <laughs> yeah. It's the doubt yeah, I've been hanging with lately. <laughs> right. Yeah. It makes sense, right? There's of course. Yeah. It's, you know? Yeah. It's, and now you have this new perspective that can integrate into yourselves. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That was really yeah. helpful because yeah, I mean when it showed up, I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I know what right. happens when things start to go right and get bigger and grow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's really helpful to just taking on that new, that was really nice. The moment where I stepped back from my body and could feel it felt different. Like it was like a weight had been taken off and I could see how we were different. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. So this is Patrick's meditation. I'm just going to give him credit for it. And um, another shout out to the people. My own little, I know with my own little twist. We'll see what yeah. he does. <laughs> oh, I love you and I love Patrick. So this is just awesome. <laughs> as we talked about it's your birth child meditation <laughs> I, I, I noticed you um you went something you like maybe laughed or just or like said yes uh-huh when I yawned this, this, <laughs> yeah what, what what was so again <laughs> I you were releasing energy oh, so okay Yawning, sense. coughing, burping, <laughs> all of that is releasing energy. So you were, it was beautiful. I just, I, I see that and I just, oh, I relax. Yes. My nervous system relaxes. Oh, like, amazing. Yes. I was like, I know she just caught something with my yawn. I must ask later. <laughs> amazing. Yay. Thank you for Thank having me on. So much, Karen. This, yeah. For me, I'll, I already know it's going to be powerful for my listeners, but just for me, this has truly transformative and so powerful. I have learned so much. Um, and for all of you out there, I hope and honestly just trust that this has been such a wonderful conversation for you. Um, if you're like, damn, who is this Karen wizard, goddess, magician, beautiful human? I must know her. I must talk to her. I must be around her. Um, I feel you. And so I'm going to let her tell you where you can do all of that. Yeah. Thank you. So you can learn more about my work at solartherapy.com. So it's S-O-U-L-U-L-A-R, solartherapy.com. And I'm also on Facebook and Instagram mm -hmm. under Cellular Therapy. And that's probably the best way to get a hold of me. I will connect yeah. all those things in the show description. Beautiful. And yeah, just so grateful. Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you, Nikki. I just love you and appreciate your You're time. You're such a beautiful being. Yeah, you thank too. you. Just reflecting yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love, love you. you.
I love you too. <laughs> I love all of you and I'll catch you next time. Yes. So this has been my interview with Karen on the body and body awareness and how that relates to me and my experience and my emotional experience and how that experience plays into all of my intimate relationships. I would love to know what you thought of this episode. So as always, you can let me know in the usual ways. You guys know the drill. <laughs> Instagram reviews. You can drop me a line on my website. Um, but yeah, let me know if this was helpful for you. I'm super curious about your thoughts. And finally, I want to leave you with a call to action this week. Um, one of my first experiences in really beginning my journey with um, the body and body awareness was identifying the place in my body where my intuition sings the loudest. So we all have intuition, male and female, and everything in between. And as you get in touch with that intuition, it can um, speak very clearly through one part of the body. So for me, I feel my intuition come through in my solar plexus. So say I'm faced with a decision and I'm, I'm really stuck intellectually. What do I do? Do I do this? Do I do that? I'm at the point now where I can simply place my hand on my solar plexus and take a few deep breaths. And I'll either feel a sense of um, tightening, contraction in my solar plexus, or I'll feel an, an opening uh, lightness. And um, with that, it becomes very clear to me what to do in those situations where I feel stuck. So my call to action to you this week is to start figuring out where is your intuition speaking to you? Where does it live in your body? So what you could do to start figuring this out is um, sit with some questions you have, decisions you have to make, questions you have about life, and um, you know, ask them out loud, take some breaths, and just feel your body and um, notice, just notice what's happening. Notice any sensations you feel. Is it a tingling? Is it a tightening? Um, and then identify where that's coming from. Is it in your foot, your wrist? Maybe it's in your mind, your head space, uh, your heart. So yeah, that's my call to action this week. <laughs> and as always, thank you so much for being here, for showing up, for saying yes to your growth, and for joining me on this journey of discovering love in all the crevices of life and using the power of love to nourish and care for ourselves and our most intimate relationships. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'll catch you in the next episode, badass. <laughs>